Hello, good morning. Definitely very excited to join you this morning and to record this conversation for you. I hope you're well. I hope that you are advancing joyfully and courageously. I hope that you're relearning and rediscovering your soul, your original soul signature, and you're investing in what grows you and what makes you a blessing to the world. I hope you're stepping back, getting a chance to rest and to refresh. Uh, I hope you're sustaining your joy and creativity. And I hope you're surrounding yourself with people that light your fire. Today, I just want you to declare a Sabbath. I want you to declare a time of great rejoicing and jubilation in your life. I want you to want this moment of precious bliss intentionally. I'm hoping that you will partner with me to craft a season of rest and renewal in your life and you're going to make out time no matter how busy you are, whether or not you can travel out of your current location, but you make out time just to renew your soul and to recover from the frenzied fast pace that we're often constantly on, okay? So today's conversation is really around how you can declare a Sabbath in your life, how you can step away from the pace and get into renewal mode, okay? I want to share with you a few things that can get you into renewal mode so that your soul can become refreshed again, so that you can catch your breath, catch your groove, regroup, and show up back on the scene um, fresh and strengthened, you know, renewed in your joy and in your perspective because that is important for all of us. It's important for all of us. We have to integrate consistently, intentionally, and at regular intervals in our lives, blocks of time and space that allow us step away from um, the demands of work and, you know, life and many responsibilities to take care of ourselves. So this conversation is around nurturing your soul, taking care of your body and using time and space to organize an architecture that allows you heal again and again okay so we want to declare a sabbath uh, in in jewish culture and ideology the sabbath is a very deep phenomenon i have read uh, i think about three books now on the sabbath and i will share the title uh, of one of them with you in the description because it's just mind-blowing and it's easily available uh, you'll find it on uh, on, on script and I think on Amazon this particular one is so easy to access I didn't read it in print copy I read it uh, on a digital copy and when you lay your hands on that book 
you're going to be thanking me for a long time. Powerful, powerful insights that really show you uh, the power of Sabbath. And I am using Sabbath this morning a little more loosely than the, you know, core concepts and uh, the, like the spiritual ideologies beneath it or behind it. But generally, Sabbath is about that day of the week that you set aside and declare holy. And this intentional practice of the Jews to always devote that day of the week, one day out of every seven, to step back, regroup, renew, um, clear their heads, sharpen their perspective, give thanks. Those things have consistently, or that particular practice, has consistently shaped the Jewish nation and the Jewish heritage because it's it's a way of ensuring you are not immersed in the in living a lie. You're not caught up in you know um, just the numbing effect of 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 the way life is organized in our time and in our own generation. Do you see? So today I just want to challenge you and show you a few things five tools that you can use to step away regularly and i want you to do it very soon i want you to consider uh, maybe taking a short vacation if you can and even if you can't i want to show you what you can put into the coming weeks the coming months that can gradually begin to automate a lot more peace, a lot more reflection, a lot more hope, a lot more healing in your life, okay? And so it's beyond an event. I want to share with you from the point of view of an architecture, something or a set of steps that I would love for you to begin to put into your days, weeks, months, and your life that can bring you more and more into the space of rest, healing, joy, clarity, creativity, and peace in your life, okay? So we're declaring the Sabbath, and there are five tools that I want you to intentionally begin to use. The first is rest, right? And that is so simple and simplistic, right? But it's profound in power. You know, there is even an entire body of knowledge called the science of sleep. You see, because God hid a phenomenal mystery beneath sleep or within sleep. So if you want to set up an architecture of Sabbath in your life and you want to pull yourself into spaces of healing, clarity, joy, restoration, and you don't want to be caught up in this permanent madness of high-level productivity, high-level performance that doesn't integrate recovery, you want to make sure that you're devoting time to rest, to rest. If you're not resting, you're not getting renewed, and you're not practicing um, recovery, you see. If you're not practicing recovery, you are going to ultimately sabotage your 
desire for performance and productivity because the cycle that a high performing visionary person operates in their lives must always include the cycle of high performance seasons and then the site of the seasons of high recovery high performance high recovery back onto high performance back onto high recovery you see so rest is an important part where you step away from work you shut down from work you don't think about work you don't think about responsibilities um, and I know that could sound like you're irresponsible, but no, you can learn to create a system that allows you delegate, allows you schedule when you want to attend to things, um, and you step away and rest, starting from the simple daily sleep time that is meant to be standard. You're meant to be ideally sleeping at the same time every day in rooms without a lot of lighting, i.e. you put out your light on comfortable beds um, and for a sufficient number of hours between six and a half hours and eight hours. You see your body recovers, your cells get regenerated, your mind produces answers and solutions to things that were floating like worries and that's why you wake up in the morning and you just seem to have a burst of inspiration it's the power of what goes into your sleep time so rest and renewal is a first critical tool that you must put into your life if you want to set up an architecture for sabbath number two is worship and gratitude worship and gratitude when we are busy we forget to be grateful <laughs> when we are um, driving for goals and setting big agenda and working on projects we have to be intentional to punctuate our days and our seasons with gratitude documenting gratitude and that's why people have this gratitude jar sometimes where you're writing what you're grateful for you're dropping it into the jar every day and people break it and uh, open it up at the end of a month at the end of a quarter at the end of a year to just really say hey i am staying aware i'm staying i'm staying cognizant of how good god is and how good how large my blessings are so this is definitely a second tool and one of the ways that i use worship and gratitude uh, in a powerful way, aside journaling, um, what I'm grateful for is that I also share with the people that are close to me what my transitions are looking like, what my journey is looking like. And sometimes it's the littlest things, but I will spot it and highlight it in my mind. I would, in my heart, I'll be like, I wasn't here last month, I wasn't here last week, last year. And this is a miracle. This is a way I wasn't thinking before. This this was an emotion I couldn't master before. This was a relationship um, I was praying to have access to whatever. And I will keep spotlighting these seemingly little miracles, but they come together into this massive, massive world of goodness, right? We always will have something to be thankful for even in seasons that feel difficult and you want to use that a lot more 
you want to use worship and you want to use gratitude to declare a Sabbath and to insist that you are going to think and thank. Think and thank, and that's powerful. Number three, of course, you know, is in Sabbath, we we step back into quietness and we reflect. In fact, one of the big reasons that we don't work on the Sabbath is so that we can convert that time and use that time um, as an investment in reflections, right? It's really, really an important part. People have even stopped being able to be by themselves. People don't, in our time, people don't know how to be by themselves because we have we have nurtured, I mean, what's the word here? We have refused to nurture our souls, but we have fed our souls with pseudo-satisfaction produced by entertainment. People have a desperation to be entertained. So when they're alone, they have to watch Netflix, they have to, you know, be on their phones because we just don't know how to be quiet in solitude and reflect so reflecting requires retraining your mind to choose and hold a focus and to distill meaning from events by bringing it into the realm of meditation do you see every time that you go deeper in meditation you you take a light that God is shining in your heart, a word you've received, you see a vision you received, or a part of your life you just want to open up and explore and understand and, 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 and gather meaning from. Every time you do that through the power of reflection and meditation, you're teaching your soul to go deeper. And that is how you heat uncharted territories of new answers, inspiration, creativity, you know, healing and joy. At number four is philanthropy and justice. There is no Sabbath without also um, giving, you see, and helping. If there are people, if you find people who are destitute or distressed around you, going through a difficult time, needing to be, uh, needing for someone to speak up for them, or needing support, resources, some financial help. Declare a Sabbath in your life, you know, and activate Jubilee as well by using philanthropy and justice. And you know, philanthropy isn't in the large amounts. It's more in the systemizing of mercy. When you create a system around mercy, that's philanthropy. So if you determine that I'm not just going to uh, randomly give someone money on the road once in every four years, but every month, when my salary comes in, this specific amount will go to people like this or this particular person, ETC. That is you now creating an architecture in your life that announces um, joy, announces healing, announces new opportunities and greatness. And that is precious. And that number five, of course, is celebrations. Do you know that in Jewish Sabbath, uh, there is a massive feast that typically you're unable to finish the array of meals that are spread out on the family table. And people are there from morning to afternoon feasting, enjoying themselves. They go, they come, and they just in this celebratory mood. I want to challenge you to take yourself out to fine dining 
or bring luxury home, you know, order that meal and sit around the table with your family, go out with your friends, you know, just enjoy, be happy, let your soul rejoice, you know. So celebrations and gift giving is another very powerful part of Sabbath. You know, give gifts to others, exchange gifts, give gifts to yourselves and rejoice, celebrate, dance, eat good food and let your heart delight and make merry for the Lord is good to you. Okay, so for every future forward female and first class leader who's listening to me today and you're so full of vision and big projects and powerful initiatives, we just want to call a Sabbath, okay? We want to step back and declare that it is time to rest and recover. It is time to give thanks. It is time to be renewed, to reflect. It's time to celebrate and it's time to help those in need, okay? I hope that this has been of tremendous value to you as it's been to me. Let me know what your thoughts are and 100% I will see you soon. The goal this year is to advance joyfully and courageously. The goal is to be brave. The goal is to go forward, make great progress without losing your song and without losing your sunshine. And that's my desire for you. I will speak with you again soon. Until then, my prayer is that you keep going strong.